Okay, Creation Philosophy, episode 210. I'm your host, Pocho Cruz. We're back here with Matt Alfonso, aka 125LB Champ on Instagram. And TikTok now. And TikTok, that's right. That's right. Thank you, China. Finally jumped on the bandwagon. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, trying to figure it out. You know, it's, uh, TikTok is banned in India. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I heard. So I heard, and I don't know the validity of this, but I heard that um, the algorithm in China is different than the algorithm in America. That, that's what I hear too. Yeah, because yeah. I've heard the thing and how in China apparently it's all just engineering. It rewards useful, rewards, yeah, useful, rewards, things, useful yeah. things like practical, yeah. educational type of stuff. What is here? How good is their dancing? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Are those are those youth? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The greedy or what, yeah, what, whatever, whatever that is. Whatever they're doing now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how I know I'm old or getting older. And I was like, oh no, these new trends and new things. Yeah, I'm like, I, I have no idea what what this is. Yeah, I see the I see the value in like the short form, thirty second stuff. But like, it definitely doesn't uh, allow the depth that I like to get into personally. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you know, I get it. Like, you know, if you're not that invested, like the things that I'm not invested in, I can only spend like five seconds on. You know what I mean? It's like, exactly. I can, I can. Which is why it's writing yes. so it's writing exactly. over exactly yep. Yep. And, and it leads into awesome podcasts like this so. oh, no, oh, no, for <laughs> sure. well that's the thing any like as you've as you've been on there you see any podcast that exists is they have clips on there and yes if yes. you hear a good clip it's just like a teaser exactly a teaser trailer exactly. you're like oh well i like i like that content and then i'll just it just get yeah. into more of it totally. yeah well speaking of content so today we're going over pretty much uh like someone that's looking to get into shape, mm-hmm. right? But they don't really know like where to start. Yeah, I think you posted some some yeah. video content about yeah, this. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and uh, what inspired the the thought that inspired that video is, um, I have a couple friends who that like one really favors cardio. Okay. Um, we'll call him Ryan because his name's Ryan. But okay, <laughs> Ryan, Ryan. Yeah, 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 Ryan. And yeah. then uh, my other friend who uh, definitely favors like lifting weights. Okay. Um, his name's John. So Ryan okay. and John, they always talk about like if yeah. they were to fight, who would win? Type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like, I'm not yeah, yeah, it's yeah, great. Sure. No, it's a great conversation. Yeah. I love it. The quintessential conversation. Yeah, they still yeah. haven't like put up, um, but you know they haven't put on the gloves and figured it out. Which <laughs> I, I hope, hopefully this leads to that. Yeah, but, they can run and lift those gloves. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, like, uh, I always get the question, like, what's more important for your health, uh, cardio or lifting weights? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I just find that questions like this uh, definitely lead to people not wanting to get started because there's, quite frankly, uh, compelling arguments for both. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's definitely one of the things that uh, I find that um, stop people from getting into the shape that they could is just asking these questions. So hopefully, just kind of um, shed some light yeah, on that, keep <laughs> some clarity on, yeah. onto yeah. there. Yeah, I guess like for that question, I mean, you mentioned you say have you know Ryan's more into running, John's more into lifting. I guess like what made what made like Ryan choose like running or more cardio? Um, you know, that's a really good question. I haven't explicitly yeah. talked to him about yeah. that, but um, Ryan is right from the perspective of like when it comes to your health. Yeah, I'd say one of the biggest bangs for your buck is maintaining aerobic qualities. Okay, basically, like so, like your heart, like literally supplies everything. 
with oxygen it needs. So obviously, yeah. yes, it's it's you know, it powers the body. Yeah, it, it literally powers the body. So that's obviously like the benefits of cardio is that um, it it fuels your body. It, it, it you're not it produces all your energy and stuff like that. And uh, you're not going to live very long without a strong heart. And yeah. you're not going to live at all if your heart isn't pumping. So very true yeah, words. Yeah, yeah, very clearly, there is a lot of benefits to cardio. Um, I believe the American Heart Association mm-hmm. recommends a minimum of like 150 minutes per week. Okay. I'm not mistaken. So that's roughly um, about 20, 20, like five. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. It's it's like honestly not that much in order, to, and and that's like those that's more, power, right? yeah, that's more minimum requirements. I yeah. believe the optimal requirements are around one one hundred fifty to three hundred. Okay. I think that's like quote unquote optimal. Optimal. Right. Right. Okay. So about okay. 300s. Yeah, yeah, and and that's specifically, I believe it's zone two. Um, zone two. Yeah, okay. because the thing with cardio is that if there's obviously a lot of different forms, and uh, your aerobic uh, capacity is, uh, which your aerobic capacity is basically your heart's ability to um, have to have blood, like like the amount, blood, blood, excuse me, the, the amount of blood that can be pumped into your heart. So like blood volume essentially is it something to that to that effect so basically what happens if you um surpass like uh, a certain zone um your heart more so starts twitching instead of um instead of uh, 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 um, increasing the capacity basically so it's it's it stops like uh yeah it literally just stops stretching and starts focusing on like the the uh frequency frequency of twitches okay basically and which which is important depending on what sort of athlete you are um and important for everybody in general but the the base for all like cardio qualities is gonna be your aerobic capacity aerobic capacity so um, yeah and you work that with like the long slow distance Uh, usually your heart rates between 130 and 150 Um, those are kind of arbitrary numbers Um, and that's like Typically, typically zone two. Typically zone yeah. two yeah. Okay. I believe, yeah. Yeah, so feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> those um, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Coach Logan will be on that. But, um, <laughs> As he's listening, like, no. No, no, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, and, and it's not just running, it's any anything. Like, anything that... Any like, activity that leads you to those. That's so, where you yeah. maintain the 130 to 150. Mm-hmm. That's... Or um, whatever one zone two is. Well, yeah, yeah. That's the sweet spot right there. Um, and that, that that's what leads to the uh, greatest amount of health. And um, what I notice is that, for me, because I'm definitely, like... When I, before I started really, really planning out my training, mm-hmm. I definitely favored cardio. Okay. Like I'm definitely, I definitely lean towards that side. Um, but it's because I spent so much time working on my strength that yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm pretty strong for my weight. So gotta work like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and like I never left that basically because I feel like it's pretty easy for me to maintain my strength on like the mat like contextual strength I guess Um, and uh, like I just find that like I I find a lot of uh, benefits in my life when I do that training, like when I work my cardio, when you work that like kind that. of split there, yeah. yeah, yeah, totally, and so that's why I, like I, I see plenty of benefits for cardio, and um, 
like even uh, in untrained individuals like if uh, like let's say like for instance like my mom or my dad mm-hmm. who like don't have like an extensive training background yeah. they actually get a lot of muscular benefits from, from, the cardio. from, from like yeah. cardio exercise because yeah. their muscles haven't been stimulated you know what so I mean any, any stimulation would, exactly, would assist, exactly. Yeah. Like, like those benefits will be short lived mm-hmm. you know and after like a few phases a few months if you will like uh, you'll they'll start to atrophy eventually so that's where like they'll have to yeah yeah, in order to stimulate their muscles but at the very least their heart will be healthy and like so for certain people I can definitely see the benefit of starting more so with like a cardio based program um yeah, just depending on like a lot of different circumstances, okay. it, it is case by case. Um, so if Ryan and John were to fight, and <laughs> yeah. like like if I'm Ryan, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna lob you for a twelve round fight. Well, I shouldn't say fight; it's boxing. They want to box basically okay. for a boxing for a boxing match. Yeah, which yeah. get that Jake Paul money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So if, if they want to box, like if I'm Ryan, I'm I'm trying to get a twelve round fight. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to pace it. Not, I would try to drag John into the deep water, and then uh, <laughs> John theoretically should gas after round one. Tentative. Yeah. That's that's interesting too because yeah. I also read a study about how humans pretty much have good cardio capacity compared to animals. Yes. Which is what led to their, like, hunting style. Evolutionarily speaking, that is one of our advantages because we can, like, keep up, like, a relatively low pace for a very, very very long time. Whereas, like, if if we were to compare our sprinting abilities to, like, any animal, pretty much. Pretty much far inferior. Yeah, Yeah. way inferior. So, yeah, yeah, you can definitely make the argument that it is an evolutionary advantage. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that's just how, yeah, because, yeah, developed from, that's why they developed tools, like, spears like they would just throw it and then it would bleed out and then they would eventually catch up yeah yeah yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. exactly definitely so that, that, that definitely makes sense but you also need to be strong enough to throw to throw a spear true yeah, if you spears and like, yeah, yeah yeah and that, that that's kind of like where the benefits of uh, you know strength come in because mm-hmm. with or resistant or not even resistance training we're talking about lifting weights specifically and yeah. um, the thing with lifting weights is that like it's it's necessary for bone mineral density uh it's responsible for like increasing your strength and the stronger you are the less effort things take yeah so that's where the benefits of like strength training lie and lifting weights and all that good stuff mm-hmm. and i like the uh like the fact that it like i mean with lifting weights it's just so scalable for mm-hmm. what level you're on it doesn't matter what level you're on in terms of variables yeah 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 and 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 to me it, it just checks a lot more boxes because if you if you attach like a heart rate monitor mm-hmm. to yourself while you're lifting weights you're going to reach zone two for a little bit you might not necessarily stay there mm-hmm. but you're going to be there uh a lot for a large majority of the time so you will reap a lot of the benefits that you would get from you know cardio and stuff like that but you know it, it's still just not the same as like having of, of doing both mm-hmm. right so I, I think in order to be optimally healthy you 100 percent need both but if you uh were to choose one like if we're in like some yeah. alternate universe yeah. where it's like you can only one choose to one. the other yeah, yeah. yeah. since like well we're actually in that universe because yeah. most people are kind of like are zealous <laughs> about their yeah. beliefs and they yeah. feel like it's only this you know yeah. and binary um, ways of thinking yeah, yeah. definitely yeah. and if i were to only pick one i guess um 
probably lifting weights <laughs> just because you could turn that into a form of quote unquote cardio and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. But yeah, at the end of the day, you still need both. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, yeah. It's just a different connotation, I guess. But, um, yeah, there's just a lot of benefits with lifting weights as well. So it's, it's hard to, it, it is literally impossible. Yeah, yeah. It's literally impossible to like just do one and maintain your optimal health. Um, but I like the fact that uh, with lifting weights, like there's, there's a lot of like different, uh, we, we carry a lot of different patterns, I guess, throughout the day. Cause like we sit, you know what I mean? And, and then they're the same patterns all day, every day. And then you can't necessarily go from sitting all day to expecting to be able to get a good run mm -hmm. in without yeah. something kind of in between yeah right so that's where something like lifting weights can like i guess uh bridge the gap between those two to where sitting doesn't affect you as much as somebody who only sits and does cardio right whereas like if somebody sits all the time and just does cardio that that's only two things that they're doing mm -hmm. right whereas like with the variety of movement that you get from lifting weights you're able to offset a lot of the imbalances from sitting. from the sitting yeah okay. exactly okay. so that's like a huge value from lifting weights from like a movement kind of perspective totally yeah. totally and and um and, and even you know like with like low impact cardio machines and stuff like that like even if you mix it up with the rowing machine and the elliptical and stuff like that those still aren't hitting all the muscles that are necessary to be stimulated the way that they need to be stimulated in order to maintain your muscular health got it right yeah. and eventually you know if you just run you're going to run into either a hip knee or back problem that's just that, that, problems. That, that, yeah. literally yeah you're gonna you're gonna run into that whether you like it or not yeah um and that's that's unfortunate you know, and that that kind of goes into like what most people tend to do. You know, if you're a, if you're a good runner, uh, what you're going to tend to do is just like change up the way you run, change yeah. up where you run, change up like your shoes and stuff. You know, you're just it's got to be it. You're yeah. just yeah. going to run. You're just going to run, or you're going to maybe you'll switch to a different form of cardio. Yeah. You're going to maybe lower impact, but still the same, same, the same, same exactly. Yeah. And it's like you're you're kind of putting a bandaid on the problem <laughs> instead of solving the problem. The real problem isn't your cardio. The real problem isn't like your programming. It's the fact that like, well, the problem is the programming, but it's not like the endurance programming. It's yeah. the fact that you haven't given your body a chance to recover yeah. from the repeated impact and the fact that you haven't gotten your muscles as strong as they need to be mm -hmm. in order to maintain the volume that you're doing. And another great thing about getting stronger is that it's gonna make the runs easier on your muscles you know, you might have to take a step back and your cardio might kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of, yeah. like, not, but not, not really. It's more so like perceived. It's more so in your head, mm -hmm. like that, like, oh, I haven't ran and, you know, a week <laughs> so uh, but those qualities like the, the amazing thing about aerobic qualities is that um, especially like the zone 2 qualities those adaptations take a very very long time to leave like the, you can like not train them for two three weeks and still be there obviously like your first run back you're gonna feel it you know what I mean but like after like your second run you're gonna be like oh i'm actually i actually feel better because i gave my muscles a break you know and that that's just what tends to happen and it, it's hard it's hard for people to understand that because i think we fall into the routine of you know doing what we do you know yeah. what i mean we, like what we think is best and like 
we fall into the routine of what got us good in the first place, which is good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because what got that person good at running is the fact that they were like, they felt guilty about missing those runs. Yes. They put right? volume into that. Into exactly. That it, 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 exactly. Exactly. But then like it, they, they, they don't realize that it's like, okay, you're spending, you're putting so many eggs into this basket that you are forgetting that like, okay, what is the thing that moves your body? It's your muscles, right? Yeah. And so they need to be stimulated in a different way. Got it. Essentially. So, so the strength training or weightlifting, it helps build the muscles. I guess like how and bone density. So how exactly does that work? Like in terms of that, I don't really know don't the really science. Know. I don't really yeah. know the science behind it. But if I had to assume, it's yeah. it has to do with the stimulus recover the SRA curve basically. Like whenever you induce a stimulus on something, <laughs> um, and then you recover that 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 that's important because you can't just induce a whole bunch of stimulus and then accept expect that your body is going to adapt. And that's that that's another big thing that people don't understand about uh, training is that you're not just like it's not just about um, like it's not just about performing the workout it's about using the workout to make your other workouts better basically <laughs> it's like building on top yeah 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 like uh, there's different sorts of quote-unquote adaptations you can make so the two that people make typically like the two like i guess overarching ones are physiological adaptations which could be like with your muscles with your nerves um all that good stuff or um yeah, the psychological adaptations like the ability to tolerate whatever workout that you're doing um and most people are fixated on they have like I think most people have to start with the psychological adaptations because it's hard. Like at first, it's hard. It's it's hard to get in the workouts that yeah. you're going to need to get in order to uh, make any sort of progress, right? But once you are at a point that you've like graduated, so to speak, yeah, um, you've accepted that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like once once you get toward like once you graduate towards like okay, you're basically no longer soft about it you know what i mean like you, you you can tolerate the training volume now it's about understanding what physiological adaptations you are looking to induce yeah. right like yeah. for instance like right now i could like I, I don't know i could pick up uh like a 200 220 pounds like mm -hmm. deadlift like right now I could, I could just do that right now but it's because i have trained my body to be able to do that to adapt, adapt, to, kind of, yeah, to, adapt yeah. to that and it would like a singular rep won't really a, one rep of like 225 on deadlift right now won't really hurt me right yeah. like, it won't because yeah. i've adapted to be able to do say 15 reps yeah. right and the way we work is we train to be able to do more over time but it's not just because we keep on doing more 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 we do more for a certain period of time and then after a certain period of time let's call it like eight weeks I want once once we induce like eight weeks of hard training then we take a week to take a step back and then allow those adaptations to form yeah. so a lot of the recovery yeah yeah, yeah exactly and a lot of people are so obsessed which like I said it's great yeah. I think it's great I think it's I think it's a better problem to be um, I guess uh, neurotic about not training and, and, and like just neurotic about like I need to show up I need to do this I need to do that I think that's a bigger or excuse me a better problem to have than like than not putting like, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah, exactly yeah. but um, yeah yeah like uh, I just see it all the time with everybody and like with uh, the people that already lift weights they're very reluctant 
to not lift weights. You know, it, it, even though it would really benefit them to not lift weights for a little while, especially like let's say like, like I guess to give a very concrete example, like let's say you have like a, like a, I guess it's just because it's so close to home, like an MMA fighter who's yeah. already really strong. Yeah, right. He's already strong, and their their limiting factor is not their strength. Yeah, their limiting factor is that like after the first round. They they can't breathe, <laughs> or, you know. After that, kind of problem, kind of that's, that's a pretty big yeah. problem, yeah. right? So their limiting factor happens to be their cardio. Yeah, it's really hard to get somebody who has spent so much time developing their strength through lifting weights and stuff like that. It's really hard to tell them to stop yeah. because what got them strong is by like obsessing over this one over thing. Getting strong. Yes, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. So I think that like uh, we're making progress overall, like understanding that okay, hard work needs to uh needs to happen basically and it doesn't matter what like you know runners are working harder weightlifters are working harder and stuff like that i think the next evolution that needs to happen is runners need to understand that they need to weightlift it weightlift and i think that uh, weightlifters that need to understand that they need to do cardio as well and yeah. it's, it's not just one or the other it's the evolution of both are essential yes and, and just the evolution is understanding what you need and what you need a lot of the time isn't going to be the answer you want yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? it's going to be what you're already good at yeah because that's because, typically yeah. not how that works yeah yeah it's typically yeah, yeah typically speaking that is not how that works exactly so yeah um but uh I guess I guess uh, if I were to make any recommendations mm -hmm. like if people already lift weights if you already uh, lift if, weights if, yeah. like let's say you already lift weights I'd say that uh, a good place to start is just find a form of cardio that you tolerate, that you can yeah, tolerate. Yeah, I think it's all right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like you don't have to get the fancy heart rate monitors yet, but just get out of gym. Stop lifting weights for a little bit, or maybe run in the gym, but yeah. find something that you enjoy to do that stimulates your heart. Yeah, that you know? stimulates yeah. the cardio yeah, aspect yeah, of your... Yeah, whatever it may be. It could be if you lift the weights already, like maybe try, uh, like yeah, try cycling, try swimming, try jujitsu, try hitting a bag, that sort of thing. That would be my recommendation for somebody who already lifts weights. Got it. Yeah, just so they can get the benefits of both aspects of yes, the way exactly, that, exactly. Uh, because it, it's not like cardio is not just it's not just elliptical. It's not just running on the treadmill. It is literally anything that gets your heart rate to zone two. It could be just like literally like like dancing. Like dancing yeah. literally will get your uh, heart rate into that zone. into that zone yeah, too. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, and then my recommendations for if you already uh, do your zone two stuff, like if you're already running pretty consistently, uh, maybe you have like overuse injuries and stuff like that. Because <laughs> I'm running, which is very, yeah. it's, it's just super common. I've seen it so many times. I've had I've had those same injuries, like with you know knees, back, and all that good stuff. Take a step back, figure out how, figure out exactly which muscles need to be lengthened. Find out exactly which muscles need to be strengthened, and chances are you don't really have to get super fancy with it like mm -hmm. you know there's a whole lot of like you know you see like oh knees over toes guy yeah. and stuff like that and you know he says some stuff that i like but overall what it has to do with is like okay take a step back uh allow your body to recover and integrate proper strength training that's really what it comes down to to help that recovery yeah, yeah. totally totally get stronger like yeah. like the best form of 
I guess injury prevention is getting stronger. It's getting stronger. Yes, yeah. yes, but like not. It, it, you don't have to hit like powerlifting numbers, and I'm not even saying that you necessarily have to squat and deadlift and stuff like that. But what I'm saying is that you need to train those patterns and get stronger in those patterns. That's what I be. That's what I say. Yeah. So I guess like, what are some common common like runners' injuries, and then what would be uh, like, prevention? Like, I, 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 a common one I see is like I, IT band syndrome, ITBS, IT, okay. ITBS basically I mean a, a lot of that has to, so with running specifically it's tough because um, it, everyone has a different gait cycle yeah and everyone so different yeah, yeah everyone has yeah. something different throwing off their gait but um, if I were to speculate you know most people sit a lot so I'm guessing that they have uh, shortened hamstrings, uh, underactive glutes, and uh, underactive core. So uh, I would definitely I see you straightening up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, yeah, yeah. And then, um, it, but it could be derived from a lack of external rotation of the shoulders. So like, it could be a like some sort of rippling effect. So it's hard to, hard for me to say exactly. You know, it's like a chicken and egg thing. Yeah, right? like, well, like, what was the issue? Where did it start? But um, ultimately, taking a step back and um, training your muscles, like, and, and making making sure that your muscles are, I mean, for lack of a better word, balanced. <laughs> um, because you'll find that a lot of people can't, they can squat really well, but then they don't really know how to hinge. Right, and if so, if they don't know how to hinge, they can't really train that motion. And I'm assuming that that's like a lot of where those problems come from, <laughs> right? Because like, I mean, the difference between a squat and a hinge is very, very minuscule. But like, I, and it, I can't describe it without like I, I would need like a, a graph and yeah, stuff you, like that. To, you need a visual. To yeah, yeah. yeah but basically, but, but there is a difference. Yeah, there's, 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 well, I guess with a, with a hinge, your butt goes back. And with a squat, your butt more goes down. Okay. Right, and that's that's it's really hard to describe. It's really hard to describe, and and you're uh, gotta show us. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, um, and, and both you need to be able to do both, and you need to be able to distinguish when is the optimal time to do either one. And uh, the thing is, is that everybody has different um, like hip positioning and like femur lengths mm -hmm. and all this crazy stuff. So it's hard to make general, a general recommend yeah. yeah, general recommendation, but uh, f like my general recommendation would be to just find a way to hinge. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna say like, oh, deadlift from the floor, but usually I guess a general recommendation. Okay, I, I, I pretty, yeah, pretty safe. I, I, a recommendation that I feel pretty safe making is um, try glute bridging um, and really making sure that you're feeling good. Oh, it must be the painting. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, and um, really make sure that you're uh, filling your glutes, basically. Um, glute bridging, um, you can just look that up on YouTube. It's pretty pretty straightforward. And uh, a good plank, a good plank is another another pretty good recommendation that I can make. Got it, so it's kind of like whole holding muscles in terms of that? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, because like, yeah, glutes would, or glute bridging, that would help the backside and then is that the plank would just strengthen what the core but yeah essentially Got essentially it. and those are those are two general two things that everybody should generally, generally be able work to on. do yeah, yeah. Um, and I like I like any sort of uh, external rotation for your shoulders just because like we're always in this forward hunch like, like hunch yeah, oh, yeah yeah, yeah. how else can I be a keyboard warrior yeah yeah, yeah. exactly exactly <laughs> yeah and um, if yeah if people already uh, if people already lift weights then I would say that um 
oh yeah, we already made that recommendation, but yeah, if you don't do cardio, uh, definitely f uh, find uh, exercises that, well, you need to find a balance program, but I think the general recommendation for both of these groups is find something of the opposite thing that you are doing that you enjoy. Yeah. Right. It, it, I think it's really important that you enjoy what you're doing, um, especially to start, because if you don't enjoy it, you're most likely not. Not gonna stick with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And that's a tough balance to find. Yeah, for sure. So I guess like for you, mm -hmm. when you started like looking for cardio like options, mm -hmm. like what what made you select the ones that you started out with? Uh, I really like running, honestly. Okay. I, I really, really like running. The only problem is that, like, uh, with the amount of training that I do personally, mm -hmm. uh, it's too much volume. Um, too much volume. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. can't. Uh, and too, too much, well, too much impact, I should say. Like, um, yeah, impact on your body, on, yeah. which is already impacting other activities. Right, right, yeah. right. So, uh, for me, like, I mean, I, I still do, I do the elliptical, I do the rowing machine. Um, I do find that running on a manual treadmill, for me, uh, works extremely well because uh, it is it, it decreases a lot of the uh, instability for that you get from running outside and stuff like that like running on a track is pretty good but you still have to take take some impact when you land yeah. whereas yeah. Uh, on a manual treadmill it's I find that it's significantly less Got it. but since I'm a lot like I'm smaller than most people it takes a lot more energy for me to really drive on the manual to get, treadmill to get, the, yeah, yeah, to really, get it really going, get it going. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so that, that that's for me um, personally, and uh, um, and and in my, my, in my cases are just much more specific, for lack of a better word, because I'm I'm more so like I'm past the point where like I'm I'm not super concerned with like my health qualities physically. So like like there's not really too much more I can do other than I mean like for me I definitely lean towards like the cardio side. <laughs> I could afford to be stronger. I definitely could afford to be stronger and that's yeah. like where my gap more so is. Yeah. But I'd say for like general health purposes I'm as strong as I need to be. Got it. <laughs> yeah. But for like like there's, there's general health strong and then there's like elite athlete. Elite athlete or like sports specific kind yeah, of Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like I'm I'm definitely past the point of like optimally healthy, but like in order for me to, uh, I guess, ascend, you yeah. know, um, it, it, it's important for me to hit those uh, numbers uh, for like elite level athlete strength. Numbers. Yeah, elite athlete yeah. in in the terms of sport. That yeah, looking to do, but that's not. <laughs> the same, um, I guess that's not, not necessarily the same goals for most people. Yes, so, yes, yeah. yes. But you know, what's funny is that like with with mo most people would have an easier time than I would hitting the elite level strength and endurance numbers, uh, just because like so much of my time goes to my skill training. Yeah, you know, and and it has to skill training for your sport. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because yeah. we're at, it's at a point right now where like in order to compete, you need to have to have to have like a bare minimum like a, a level of technique and yeah. you need to and that level is getting higher and higher every single day yeah you know yeah because the uh, yeah, it just keeps getting like, yeah, higher and higher yeah, the threshold for to that, yeah. totally and, and but the interesting thing about MMA is that the uh, I guess the physical standards in order to compete at like the elite level are still kind of being established yeah. actually because yeah, it it's still a very very it's not set for sure it's yeah. not yeah yeah because like at a certain point if a guy is just the strongest person pound for pound for that weight and has enough technique to hang and enough like cardio to last that's like a major problem that's, yeah. a, that's a big 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 problem so um, I haven't really seen it 
yet in that regard, but like, it, I mean, uh, a good example would be of, of somebody super well-rounded would be like Mighty Mouse, right? Yeah. Where he has like, he has everything he needs. It's yeah. just about now, um, the tactics come into play, yeah. right? Like once you have, once you're at this like level playing field with strength, power, endurance, technique, now it's about the implementation of these different qualities, yeah. right? So, and, and that in and of itself requires practice, but that doesn't require as much physical practice as you would think that's more of like a mental that's more yeah it's more, more mental thing more, like, more mental yeah. yeah yeah and it should be integrated into skill training and stuff like yeah. that so in terms um, of piecing it together yeah yeah completely yeah. completely yeah that's true and then i think also especially just in terms of mma i feel like that's not necessarily new but it's not as widely practiced i feel like in terms of actually getting i mean yeah. in terms of getting the skills but then integrating the skills into the uh, I guess integrating into like a kind Contextual, of yeah, 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 exactly. Like, like cause, well, because it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to do it safely. It's yeah. hard, hard to do it safely because in order for me to like train, because I like I like to, I like the flying knee. Like yeah. I love flying knee. But bam, but, but yeah, yeah. like try to do that safely. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're just really, hey man, here's twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like there's no way you can do that and like protect your training partners at any yeah. capacity like like yeah. in order to do it like full speed and I was thinking yeah because there's a lot of, yeah there's a lot of dangerous like kind of techniques or I guess like not, not say dangerous but like any technique can be dangerous but I guess techniques are hard to control any and, good like, technique yeah, is dangerous <laughs> yeah exactly any good technique yeah is dangerous like, but uh yeah it's hard to get in that that kind of level of control for that yeah yeah because yeah because yeah, exactly. where else um, well, yeah, because that just reminded me of, you know, when Jorge Masvidal got that knee on Ben Askren. And it showed him, like, training, like, for mm-hmm. like, him. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He was, like, running out of pad. That's still a completely different, like, aspect than yeah, doing that on, so, on, on an actual person. Right, yeah. right, right. It's like you could practice on the squad partners, like, hey, man. Yeah, 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 I yeah, know, exactly, yeah. exactly. And, and I feel like the, like, that physicality and being able to tolerate like not not just with like a flying knee but like a good double leg right yeah. like to drill a good double leg that requires like a a certain level of physical preparedness yeah and i think that that is a, where a lot of people's hesitation comes from when it comes to like oh i want to try martial arts but i don't feel like i'm physically ready to get to get right? past that yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah and that's where like they don't want to break yeah, yeah, yeah and they want to break but they also don't want to like gas after the first round right so, yeah. and which which is kind of going to happen as if you if you don't have it yeah, it's, it's going to happen yeah. right but but if if you have a certain level of physical preparedness you're going to be able to tolerate it significantly better than someone who has like zero because <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah. if you can if you can squat bench or if you can squat and deadlift you know 1.5 times your body weight bench your body weight and run like a arbitrarily speaking like an eight minute mile I'm willing to bet that you're going to be okay going to a regular jiu-jitsu class, right? Like, like oh, those are some physical qualities that... Just that physical preparedness. Yeah, yeah. That, that level of physical preparedness will 100% make you able to go through kind of whatever martial arts class you want to go through and not worry about your body um, not being able to tolerate the beating, Yeah, basically. So I think, uh, and, and I think intuitively people understand this, but they don't understand how to get from one thing 
to the other. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's where it leads to like, oh, I'm just going to lift weights because I know I need to be strong. Oh, I'm going to just run because I know I need to, um, I know I need to have endurance and stuff. Yeah. But then you throw both of those people into like an altercation and you're yeah. going to find what their shortcomings what are. What they're lacking. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like the the person with great endurance, but no strength. So he gets run over by the person who is just way stronger. Yeah. Or the person that is just way stronger, but just gases. Yeah. Yeah. But they miss on the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Or the first couple and then they get, I guess. Right, 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 right. And, but the thing is, is that there's definitely, like, with both, you can develop your techniques around the qualities that you want to highlight. Yeah. Right? Like, so if you're strong, um, you can develop a technique, techniques and a system where you don't use a lot of energy and you kind of capitalize on your strength. Right? Yeah. And then you, if you have, like, a lot of endurance, you can you design your technique, your system around like gassing the other person and stuff like that yeah right and, but you also don't want to like limit yourself to just being able to do those things yeah right that's what the other you, you do want to be yeah. well-rounded but it's yeah. it's like you want to be well-rounded to a point but it's hard giving a uh a definitive place where uh where it's like okay i'm yeah what's done with this yeah. I, like now i'm moving on to this type yeah of thing. yeah exactly and, like and how where, where, what point is that being well-rounded yeah, yeah yeah exactly and that's kind of like what we're in the middle of right now with charlotte's is establishing mm -hmm. standards where like okay if you if you achieve this level of physical preparedness this is what you can expect to be able to do it's almost like a a belt system if you yeah. have a physical belt system. physical yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. like okay this is kind of like now like this first level is like okay you are no longer a danger to yourself yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you well, it's like oh wow you know you're going through life like that yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. there's some people yeah. who have trained and like i really do feel bad for them because yeah. it's like they haven't had the phys like the physical education that they've needed mm -hmm. and like i think everybody should be able to do a push-up like yeah maybe not a good one but everyone should be able to do a push-up yeah. you know and I've met people who haven't been able to do a push-up and like I said I just feel sorry for it's just, them yeah, they're yeah. physically unable yeah, to yeah, yeah. And, and like what happens if like they trip and fall right it's like how then it comes to like not even just physical preparedness it's like survival kind of thing yes <laughs> exactly so that's like a major problem and uh, that's something we definitely uh, as a society take for granted because our lives are just super convenient everything yes. is designed to like for us to like not fall yeah right but eventually it's gonna you're you're gonna deteriorate if you don't work on it you're gonna deteriorate yes. past the point where our conveniences can protect you yeah. Right. So I, I'm just, I just never really want to be in that position. Yeah. Personally. We have to, yeah. We have to rely on those. Yeah. 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 Completely. And 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 I'm not saying that like you're gonna be at an elite level athlete level your entire life. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but I don't think you could. I think you could be pretty close to be honest with you. Um, especially if you uh, train correctly. Yeah. Train if you, correctly. If, yeah. If, you, if you understand how to train correctly. Yeah, keeping that kind of long longevity on top of mm -hmm. that. Too. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Like, it's like elite level longevity, right? Yes. Yeah, which is that's that's like a whole other. I think it's like yeah, that's all another aspect. Yeah, yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I like I said, it, we don't really know because how many people do you know personally who you know strength train for eight weeks and then they get an, on a conditioning program for eight weeks and then they put it together for eight weeks and then you know what I mean? Yeah, like how how yeah. optimum? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How optimum. Who, for sure. who trains like that optimally? But yeah. the, and the funny thing about it is, it doesn't require as much time as most people perceive. Yeah. Right. It, it, like you're, if you're going to be working out, in terms, like of, in terms of preparedness, in terms of yeah. uh, in, ter in terms of like time you have to spend throughout the day. Oh, exactly. Yeah, 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 
yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. requires like maybe like if you have like an hour a day to spend, like an hour a day, five, six days a week on average. That's, like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's really all you need in order to be on that like honestly close to elite level for the rest of your life. Yeah. Right, and like I said, we just don't know that. I, I I can't think. I don't know anyone um, off the top of my head who's who does that, and I can't think of anybody who knows somebody who who does who trains who, in who trains in that kind of capacity. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, and that's basically what we are looking to do is establish those standards and take away like the only the only bias that we want is like elite level performance yeah. right elite level performance and like not ever having to worry about whether oh am I strong enough oh do I have enough endurance yeah first of all first of all for what ultimately ultimately like you like um, what we're looking to do is make sure people are physically prepared for whatever because yeah. we don't know Right. It's true. It's, yeah. it's a lot of unknown. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think that is interesting too. Because then, once again, if you take a look at the athlete part, mm-hmm. there's you know quote unquote primes or windows. But yeah. I think it's like how how are those established, and also how are those people training in terms of yeah, what they actually maximizing. Oh, that's that, that's a, that. Yeah. If we're talking about like the athlete window, yeah. that's a whole another interesting thing because yeah. I think a lot of that has to do with like the desire. Yeah. Because if you look at like. Um, if you look at like football, if you look at all the conventional sports, typically it takes like uh, this is the typical route for basketball for yeah. like four years minimum in in high school. Yeah. Usually they, they they have trained like way before that. Yeah, right? like, like yeah. They're, they're, they're playing from when they're five, right? As five six, and they're they're training in like but minimum four years of high school, four years of college, and then they go to the NBA. Yeah. Right, so that's eight years. Right, and then they usually have like let's call it like a five-year NBA career, mm-hmm. right? So that's like a minimum of like thirteen years that they're like that, that and and they probably reach their prime after like maybe twelve years, mm-hmm. right? But what if that like for something like fighting, for something like wrestling, there's like so many different um, variables, I guess, yeah. uh, because there's people who like just never really got their shot. Yeah. You know, I guess I shouldn't say wrestling because wrestling is actually pretty similar to like basketball as far as like entry into the elite. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But um, the thing about wrestling is that the season is, is just so different than uh, than like basketball. Yeah, basketball football. season. Yeah. yeah and yeah. like with boxing, like with boxing or MMA specifically, there isn't a season for yeah, it. Yeah. There's not like a right? set season. So there isn't a season yeah. for it. So I, I have it like if you look at Bernard Hopkins, he fought until he was 50. Mike Tyson's making a comeback. <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I, I see the way Mike moves, and he still mm-hmm. is a major threat. He just yeah. doesn't feel like training at an elite level. Desire. Uh, so yeah, 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 he doesn't yeah. feel like it. So we'll never really know if he can compete. You know what I mean? But I'd like to see like if he had the desire, if he'd be able to compete, yeah. right? Like like yeah. at that age and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, the physical preparedness might be there, but like the desire to put himself. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, Exactly. exactly. Like so, that I think that that's another factor that that is. It's hard to quantify, and it's a lot. It's really hard for people to understand because, quite frankly, a lot of people barely have the desire to. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Desire to even see what the limits, like in terms of their personal, not not even limits, but their like. Hitting the oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
That is interesting. And then their styles too. You know what I mean? Their styles, like if you look at like, for instance, like Manny Pacquiao who had a very athletic and agile style, right? And like that tends to deteriorate over time. Like I'm not going to lie, but it, well, not even tends to deteriorate, but you have to like, he can't train that the way he yeah, used to be. It typically, yeah, deteriorates like fat. Yeah, I, 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 I know what you mean. It deteriorates, yeah. but it's also like, is it because he doesn't feel like training like that anymore? Is it because, you know what I mean? You can use the energy kind of conducive. Yeah. Because I, I, I know what you mean. Because there's like a, you know, in terms of boxers, like I think of Roy Jones or Bernard Hopkins, right? Yes. They're, they're both yes. kind of contemporaries. Yes. I think yes. they both, I think they fought actually. They in the, I think they fought twice, but I think in the beginning, yeah. Roy won, but he was, you know, Arguably the more dynamic yes, of, yes, of, of yes, the two, totally, totally. but then as their careers like you know went through, uh, they fought again and yes, they, exactly. they were much older. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. And like Bernard Hopkins is just very by the like he doesn't yes. do anything that fancy. Like yeah. he, it's just by the they're very textbook as yeah, as yeah. they say. Yeah, yeah. so. Um, yeah, so there's there, there's just too many variables that go into that. Like yeah, their personal style and like if you look at. Mayweather, you know, I mean, like the amount, the lack of damage that he takes, yeah. um, the way that That's he right. damage is, is a unique thing. Yeah, well, especially it's in terms a of very, sports. It's a very, very unique yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, and like I guess that's true in other sports, though. I guess like it is like football, 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 oh, football, football like yeah, yeah, football. Well, yeah. Yeah, football, you're taking damage on a whole new level. <laughs> yeah, you're, a, you're strapping, <laughs> you're strapping pads onto the most elite athletes in the world and making yeah. them collide with each other in a very chaotic yeah. situation where there's yeah, like yeah. multiple, yeah, yeah, exactly, multiple collisions. So it's just, it's just yeah. yeah, it's just really hard to say. But then you have somebody like you know, Tom Brady, who yeah. like his it, he is such like a a technician yeah. that he just understand and he takes his like tra- he has the desire, and so he takes everything. Super the desire seriously. for sure is a big one. Yeah, for yeah. yeah. I, th- I think that's. I think that's. I think. What's that's on top of my family? Now I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The thing is, is that he always like builds his situation to where it's like, okay, well, you guys spend time with me. Yeah, <laughs> you guys get to learn some time. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. When uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When when your father's not winning here championships. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, that like that. There's there's a lot when when it comes to that. But I think that uh, within these next few years, we're gonna see um, the uh, elite level athletes. I, I think we're gonna see people's perception of like the athletic window really start to change. I think I think so. I think I mean yeah. we've already kind of talked about some, you know. Yeah. Because there are anomalies now, but like who knows? Like, what what is it? Is it just now? Or is I, mean, it, I mean, if we're talking about anomalies, like yeah. anyone who like competes at the elite level is already an anomaly. anomaly. So it's like anomaly of an anomaly. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, it's like all right. Well, it's already like a feat that they got there. So yeah. it's like not that much of a feat that they stay there. You know, <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's, that's true. You know well, what I mean? Like like, like they're. I guess you could say, it, but it's still impressive that someone stayed for oh, a long. I'm, yeah. I'm not saying that is yeah. not impressive. But yeah. I'm also saying like all right, a guy that can get to that level. And wants to stay at that level is gonna stay there. Yeah, you know sure. what I mean. It's, they'll find, they'll find yeah, a way. Yeah, they'll find a way. I mean, yeah, because we t- yeah. mentioned Tom Brady. I mean, another one, of course, like LeBron James. Who yeah, 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 totally. yeah, yeah. Even like, yeah, because been in NBA since he was eighteen, and mm-hmm. now I think is. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's in 20 years soon. Yeah, 20 years. Later. Yeah, yeah, and we're just seeing like, like I mean, the average age of like the champions now, like. Mm-hmm. In, uh, in the UFC it's uh, like I mean John Jones isn't like he was the youngest UFC champion but yeah. he's not he's not any, you know what I mean yeah. so yeah you know what's your quote unquote prime is uh, has definitely shifted like for sure I think totally. yeah, especially yeah yeah it's interesting alright but yeah it came down let's see what was our first point here 
Uh, I guess anything else in terms of, I guess, strength training and cardio, just for, like, general population. I guess we were talking, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, maybe, I don't think Tom Brady or LeBron James is listening to this. <laughs> well, I guess if they are, good for you guys. <laughs> but, uh, I guess if I were to make general recommendations yeah. for, like, if you have very little experience and are looking to get started, I'd say find, like, a good strength training program. And I think that checks the most boxes. Um... And once you satisfy uh, a certain level of strength, then start to integrate your cardio while maintaining your strength. Um, I don't think there's any problem with doing both at the same time, but if you're the type of person that needs to focus on one thing, uh, focus on lifting weights, focus on strength. That's uh, I, I'd say focus on that first, uh, because like I said, that checks the most boxes. Once you reach that first level, then start to look at uh, different programs for your uh, aerobic endurance, which it's not hard to find like a good aerobic endurance program. Just do it for 30 minutes. Yeah, uh, find something practice. aerobic endurance and do it, yeah. Yep. So that's all I gotta say. Cool. Okay. Any um, I guess been Matt Alfonte. Want to just say shout out where you're at. One two five LB champ on Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then uh, yeah, cool. That's been Pancreatic Philosophy. Thanks everybody. Thanks guys.